Welcome to episode 10 of the Toledo Matters podcast. This is our season finale. And with us, as always, is your host, Bob Tucker, and your co-host, Danny Woodcock. Hello, everybody. It's it's the last day of recording before Christmas and New Year's and stuff for us. We're going to take a little break, uh, which is what that season thing means. As everyone should. (laughs) Basically, uh, the season is we're taking a break for two weeks before we start back up again. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be recording again in January and uh, new episodes in January. Season two coming soon. Yeah. Yep. It, they, Danny and Nate like to call these things seasons, but <laughs> I, I say we're going to start back up recording in January. But cool. I feel like we're more like famous if I say seasons or something. Yeah, you know? me too. That's fine. That's fine. You guys win. Um, <laughs> Local slubs. So I think, yeah. so Nate, your, your grandmother beat you in fantasy football this weekend? <laughs> She did. Yes, she did. We are in a, we have a league that's kind of Bob and some other friends and some family. And uh, it was her first trip to the playoffs and my first in a couple of years. And of course, she took me down. You know, and don't, don't you normally set her lineup? I help her. Oh my God. I mean, she, she knows the players. She just doesn't know how to touch a computer. So yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm more normally just do doing that. like the, the right. working of it. How bad did you lose? Um, well, Close game I didn't or? check how much points James White got, but I think I probably lost by like ten or twelve. So I mean, it wasn't okay, it wasn't okay, like a blowout, but yeah, yeah, my my studs were not so stud like. You know, because I happen to be in the same fantasy football league, I was able to pull up the scores. Uh, the Nelson Manzellas uh, <laughs> scored ninety points, and oh. the Waterville Cool Grandma scored one hundred and seven. Jeez, <laughs> she come up with that name? Well, dude, look at um. Uh, the guy from Seattle, the right Doug Baldwin, twenty six points. Like, man, I dropped him three weeks ago, and then he just turns into a stud. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. he's been killing it. Well, enough fancy football talk. Yeah, yeah. but uh... <laughs> man, we're real happy to have gotten to put on this wonderful first season. Yeah, for you guys, the responses uh, have been really great. It's really nice to see that people are actually listening to the show and enjoying it. So we're happy about that. Yep. Yeah, tell your friends, and and like always, we're looking for more more ideas and feedback you there's a little nice little contact form on, on our, our website toledomatters.com you can find any of us on a number of social media feel free to reach Ho- out to hopefully us. by season two we are going to make some changes to the website um we're going to have a cool little map app that will show all the stuff that we've talked about yep. that you can kind of peruse around yep toledo and see all the things we've discovered by talking to all the people on the show so that Ho- should be pretty cool hoping to have a more consistent release schedule for you guys so you know when we come out with things there'll be an email opt-in on our website so you'll get up-to-date notifications on all the cool things in the 419 going on some of the people that we can look forward to hearing from and if you guys have any specific people or questions you might want us to you know hand out um we'd be happy to do that so toledomatters.com facebook.com slash toledo matters and we, we already have a number of pretty interesting guests lined up. And, oh, my gosh. And uh, oh, let's I'm not so spoil excited. anything. Season but two is going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Don't look at the Facebook if you don't want any spoilers. <laughs> well, that, that'll just be the first episode is the spoiler there. But uh, And also, you know, I don't know if we want to say this in the intro, but um, we're, we're talking about maybe looking for some sponsorship stuff. Um, if, oh, absolutely. If anybody out there in Lister land wants to talk to us about sponsorship opportunities, Please reach out to us. We so. want to we want to make this message as big as we can, and the best way we can do that is with a little support. Yep, yeah, for sure. Blow it into advertising. So, yes, so absolutely. Today we will be talking to Ryan Bunch, and we'll hear plenty about all sorts yep. of stuff with He's, him. He has a lot of different avenues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So that should be good. And uh, again, uh, happy holidays, everybody, and see you in the new year. So with us today is Ryan Bunch. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the uh, the lovely podcast studio on a rainy, warm, well, it's kind of warm day in December. It's warm, this yeah. weird yeah. summer December we're having here. Yeah. <laughs> El Nino, right? Yeah. So Ryan, welcome. Thank you for agreeing to uh, to come and talk to us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, are you a native Toledoan? Are you... Uh, I was actually, I'm a native Michigander. Okay. Um, I'm, and I will, uh, if, if we ever have a border battle breakout, I will, I will have to defend my home <laughs> state. But... Um, but pretty much I grew up right on the border, uh, uh, in Michigan, but just over the line. So sure. I'm, I'm more or less, uh, have like been lived in Toledo, uh, Ida, Michigan, actually. Ida. Yeah. Okay. Ida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, welcome to Toledo. Yeah. You've been here for a while. <laughs> it's been, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, did you go to UT or? What'd you I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a, uh, mostly UT alumni. Mostly? Uh, mostly? Yeah. yeah. Question mark? <laughs> I, uh, I I failed to get my English degree because I, I was not able to learn Spanish. So uh, <laughs> how ironic! I, yeah, I've always kind of enjoyed that. I considered that good enough. Yeah. So where'd you go to finish? Um, or, I okay. I'm here. I am <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> a work in progress, man. Yeah, There's nothing yeah, wrong right, with that. That's right. And uh, so I don't think we met before, but I know you know some of the other guys. You're really involved with, I guess, the arts community in town. Would that yeah, be fair. Or? It is. Yeah, oh, would that uh, be and, fair. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, fair and, and purposeful. I actually, um, I moved here. Uh, I moved downtown to the Old West End ten years ago. Um, specifically, I did an internship in Washington D.C. Yeah. Um, and in college, and I thought that I wanted to like get away mm-hmm. from this repressive little, you know, country town that I was from. And uh, in this area in general, I thought was kind of just very depressed and wasn't inspiring. Yeah. Uh, but once I got away and was able to look at it um, differently, I realized kind of just kind of how ripe for this kind of like artistic awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this whole area was Toledo kind of to Detroit, which is right. growing up in the middle of there is just kind of how I defined and so I moved back specifically. I was just like, I'm going to get involved in the arts. And yeah. I had no <laughs> idea what that meant. Um, but it turned out to be just good timing. I like immediately uh, met a bunch of other people that were all kind of trying to do the same thing and uh, just trying to make like cool stuff happen yeah. um, when there wasn't really a lot going on. Right. And it has worked out pretty good for me. Yeah. So I guess one thing I know your name from is one of those cool things would be the, the zombie bar crawl, which is yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah that's a that's a fun one because uh, um, it, it's so it's so insane how like successful that's become right, yeah. you know it it like and it's just insane in itself it's, down there. yeah yeah I mean that the event itself is like total madness I think this year we had uh, right around ten thousand people and wasn't wow. it, it was like raining this year too wasn't it it was like a terrible wow. day yeah it wasn't even really that nice out <laughs> so, um, uh, but we that started like literally um, you know we had uh, other cities have done zombie bar crawls so it wasn't like we invented it uh, but it was one of those things that me and my friend were like hung over having breakfast <laughs> one day and we we're like you know we should have a zombie bar crawl some of the best ideas arise right? and so yeah exactly so we I was like you know we could try to get like everybody together and get all the bars on board and form a committee and like and I was like, let's just go home and put it on Facebook and see, see what happens. <laughs> so we did. We like just went home and created a Facebook event. And this was before Facebook made it like a super pain in the ass to. Can I cuss on here? Sorry. Um, it made it a super pain to uh, uh, to promote 
stuff just through events, you know? So, yeah. and we thought it would be like maybe 250 of our friends would come out. And that first year, like 700 people showed up. Jeez. And then it doubled every year. It was like 1,500 the next year, 3,000 the next year. The zombie thing is like this craze right now. Like everything yeah. has zo- Disney video games come out and have a zombie <laughs> mode. And, you know. Yeah, so it turned out to be just good, like serendipitous timing too. And then The Walking Dead came out. Yeah, and like, yeah. People went nuts. But, um, so it became so successful. I mean, it, it, every year it was the highest grossing sales night for every one of those bars. Wow. Every year it set a new record for each one of those businesses. Wow. Uh, and, and the bars we're talking about for people who aren't aware, yeah. this is <clears throat> up and down like the uptown Adam Street. Adam Street. Area, yeah, right. Yeah, Would that so, be the new entertainment district? Uh, it is now. They just passed the open refreshment area. So because, because of the zombie bar crawl, yeah. they, they started a nonprofit on that street. So now they're taking the revenue that they generate from the zombie crawl and putting it back into street development. So they're um, they're, they're nice. fixing up vacant lots and creating play spaces for kids in the neighborhood and yeah. um, just all kinds of cool stuff. And then also because of that, because of the way the zombie crawl has worked for so long, uh, when this when the state passed this legislation to create an open refreshment area, which means you, you can walk out of the bar with a drink, basically, you know, you okay. know, in a, you know approved uh, cup. Um, the, oh, you got to get. Someone told me you might have to get a special cup that you can take. It is, yeah. They'll from. have a they'll have like a special cup with John Adams' face on it. Um, <laughs> Sweet, it's like little awesome. glasses. Yeah. Uh, so you can pay like an extra buck, and they'll pour your drink in a cup, and then you can that head, head down great. to cool. another bar. Yeah. Um, but the, the Toledo Police Department actually came to Adams Street and said, "We've never had any trouble down here. You guys manage these kind of big, crazy events really well. Let's try to do this here first. Right on. So yeah." And that's the uptown All from a hungover Facebook event, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that group you're talking about is that the uh, Uptown Association? Or? It's that was uh, the Village on Adams. So Village there's on two Adams. organizations. Okay. The Village on Adams focuses just on Adams Street, and gotcha. then Uptown uh, serves the kind of entire neighborhood, which goes from like Washington over to Jackson, um, sure. a much larger area. We we had the Holy Toledo guy on, and uh, he was saying he was going to make like some zombie brain donuts for the zombie crawl. Did he end up doing that? I don't know. I hope so. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I stalked you a little on the internet before, oh, before today. Uh, you're a writer by training. Is that what you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I uh, have written my whole life since I was a kid, yeah. and um, and studied creative writing at uh, UT. Um, and still, uh, uh, mostly work on poetry and, um, and some short fiction, which I'm pretty terrible at, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm not such a bad poet from time to time. And, uh, but that, you know, there's, then you got to pay the bills. So right. I yeah. discovered arts administration, thankfully. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, and I wrote for, I was the arts entertainment editor at the city paper for a number of years and still do music writing for Toledo.com yeah. as well. Very cool. And, and uh. Music writing, is that like music reviews or is that... Like... Uh, it's mostly previews and interviews. So like okay. mostly just highlighting stuff that's... Mostly highlighting stuff that's uh, coming to town. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so like upcoming concert or... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, which is pretty fun. I get to talk to a handful of 
yeah. pretty cool people. Get some free tickets out of that? Or no? Yeah. yeah. Why would you do this? <laughs> yeah. Right on. Exactly. I, I did radio in college, and, and that was like the primary reason I did it was for the free music and free concert tickets. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Man, we haven't gotten anything free out of this. Oh, no, <laughs> no. You just got to ask. You're not asking. <laughs> yeah. so, so arts administration, I guess that leads us. I, you're really involved with the Arts Commission, and I guess employed by the Arts Commission? Employed by the Arts yeah. Commission. Um, yeah, and I started, uh, that was one of the first groups that I, like I said, when I first moved back here, and I just kind of wanted to get involved. I, um, I, I really like literally just started going around town and trying to meet artists and going to coffee shops and looking yeah, for the weird kids in the corner, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what yeah, do you guys do? <laughs> um, but, uh, but through, through that, so I put a couple shows together and, uh, and Mark Folk, who's now my boss at the Arts Commission was, um, uh, he was working there. I don't remember what he was doing at the time, but, uh, he was not the director, but, um, he just kind of, took note and said, hey, we got some other stuff coming up. So he invited me to become uh, part of the initial stage of Artomatic 419, which is a big, crazy, another big, crazy program. Oh, yeah. Um, so I started volunteering for the Arts Commission, and I volunteered <clears throat> for a number of programs there um, for four or five years before, yeah. I, before I started working there. So you said you were putting on some shows before. This. Like what, what kind of shows? Uh, they were on? just these, like, weird... Um, kind of multimedia funky art shows I've, I've always been really passionate about um not segregating yeah the art forms and kind of having everything piled on top of each other so uh the first one the first really big one i did was um was at mickey finn's it was called uh it was called progress uh, uh, like an exploration <laughs> of music and art in the midwest or something stupid yeah. uh, but um but it was really cool we had uh it was it was like a full day um there were I don't know, six or 10 visual artists, people I knew from just wherever, uh, a couple of friends from Cincinnati, a handful of people I met in Toledo. Um, we had uh, uh, Dorian Gray, who's a local magician uh, that I met that was pretty involved at that time. And in uh, a handful of bands, I mean, all kinds yeah. of everything from DJs to, you know, rock bands and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, and pretty cool. We That was um, the headliner for that was the Hard Lessons. Uh, if anybody remembers them, they were, um, they were uh, like the next white stripes at a time in Detroit. I mean, they like were to this day were like one of the greatest rock bands I've ever seen. And then when they just, they, happened? uh, they now, you know, have kids and, uh, uh yeah. And, life. Yeah. Yeah. Or living life. And they're very, they're very happy. So they got yeah. two little boys and, um, and still play a little bit, but, uh, but there was a, there was a time and they were, they were kind of just starting to blow up, you know, I think that year, uh, that was like their first show in Toledo and they like tore the roof off the place. I mean, they were just absolutely incredible. And, uh, <clears throat> and then that year they went on to, um, you know, they were on the cover of the Metro times in Detroit a yeah. handful of times as man of the year and all this kind of stuff. So awesome. Um, and then, uh, so you said one of the early things you got involved with the arts commission was Artomatic. Yeah. Yeah. Which for, for folks who don't know what, what is Artomatic? Uh, Artomatic is a big, crazy animal of an art event. Um, yeah. it's, uh, so it's in, in, in its most basic form, uh, the arts commission finds a building that has either been vacant for a long time or just very underused for a long time. So yeah. been a lot of old warehouse spaces, that kind of thing. Um, and we go in and we pretty much take masking tape and we measure about every 10 feet and create these little, uh, spaces. And then it's kind of like a land grab. We do first come, first serve. So uh, in order that people sign up, they can just come into the building and pick a space. So the way it works, if you're number one on the sign-up list, you get 300 spaces pick to choose litter, from yeah. in these really cool, crazy old buildings. Um, yeah. And if you're number 300, you get whatever's left. And then the other byproduct of that is you get people, 
you might get a really established, uh, well-known traditional artist right next to somebody who's doing like super crazy stuff, you know, right. still in college or, or who has never shown anything before. Yeah. Um, so you just get this really kind of crazy visual yeah. uh, experience. And then there's usually three or four stages, um, music, poetry, uh, theater performance, um, all kinds of the stuff. last one had really good music. Um, I can't remember the name of the band. It was the last band of the night. I know we we talked that night. I was doing the 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 sound there on the stage. Yeah. Is that Go Lab? Go Lab. Yeah, man. those they guys are incredible. Rocked yeah. out, man. That was a great show. <laughs> and and Artemax every two years, right? It's not every year. every two years. Yeah. yeah. Though we we are are in talks right now about kind of what the future. I, this is a kind of interesting Toledo progress thing. Um, yeah. When that program started, there was a bevy of empty big, spaces and big empty buildings <laughs> yeah. to go into and throw a big art show. Um, and at least in terms of downtown, <clears throat> there's not a lot of those left anymore. They've they've been uh, developed or occupied, or we kind of have a short list. It's like uh, developed, like way too bad to go into, <laughs> right. or completely full of someone's crap. Right. There's right. like <laughs> so many buildings that are just stuffed with storage. From, yeah. Yeah, a hundred years of, that is, of somebody piling stuff in there. Nobody's <laughs> ever going to get that stuff. It's <laughs> right, right, stay right. There and... um, so we're kind of looking at, you know, do we continue this format that we've done or do we look at, you know, changing? It, it will still be a large community-wide, inclusive, first-come, first-serve, yeah. non-juried kind of thing because that's the whole spirit of, of Artomatic. But how do we cool. maybe break that out or yeah. change it up? So, so it potentially will happen in 2017 or 2018. Yeah. Right on. I brought my three-year-old to this year, which <laughs> oh, <was> awesome. <laughs> I think that, so he was, he was like one or under one last time we went because it was two years ago. And it, it so was, he had pretty rich memories. Yeah. I, no, it was great. Except I was so concerned. He's, he wanted to touch everything. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> Especially, you know, things that aren't necessarily what you think of as traditional visual arts, but like more like installations that are all over right. the space. And you're like, well, don't touch that. <laughs> I know it's really great. You're not allowed to touch anything here. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. But it, yeah, I love going to that. That's one of my favorite things in Toledo. But yeah, it's, it's free, free, right? It is. Yep, it's it's free. We it's uh, free, but you know, all the artists are selling their well, stuff. Sure, right, and, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. And what one of the things I know you from is uh, Toledo Soup. Yeah. Could you give our listeners a little little bit about sure. that? Sure. Um, yeah, that's another cool thing that uh, that was um, just have been very proud and humbled to be a part of. It's there was freaking amazing. There was, uh, there's, and this is another model that kind of happened elsewhere. And, um, that one that I was looking at, like, how do we, how do we make this happen in Toledo and found another group of people that were also all trying to do the same thing. So in, um, instead of having four fledgling events, we all got together and created one good event. So, right. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Toledo soup is, uh, it's kind of a misnomer cause people always think it's just like a, like a, you know, feeding program for mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Um, and it's, it's sort of that, uh, but, um, but it's really, it's a micro enterprise. It's kind of, it's like a live action Kickstarter. So, uh, the way it works is a live we... action. Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly um, what it is. <laughs> so we put out a call for proposals. Anybody from the community can submit. Um, and we ask for proposals that, uh, have a positive impact on the community, um, are achievable in a finite amount of time, preferably about three to four months. Uh, and are a relatively low dollar ask, you know, like mm-hmm. we, we raise around a thousand dollars an event. 
give or take that's gone as high as 2500 and i think as low as like 800 so yeah uh but um so we and then we invite people from the community we've had city council people we try to use the the judging process as kind of an educational program mm -hmm. uh to let influential people in the community know about what kind of things people that's great what kind yeah. of ideas people have so yeah. we've had county commissioners city council people uh you know people from the community foundation and people you know people that have more power and influence <laughs> or, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, or more connected than than uh, than me or in a lot of other people um so we asked them to <clears throat> to jury down the um, proposals to uh three or four and then we invite those people to a community event where they present <clears throat> and there is soup from local chefs uh, a mm -hmm. lot of it donated uh bread usually from all crumbs bakery i mean it's just a very community-based kind of meal thing but so for five bucks you get a vote and then um free food uh and you sit and listen to the proposals and then the person that gets the most votes out of the audience takes the money home that night cool that's great cool it's always a it's a hard event to like just sum up real quick yeah right? yeah <laughs> basically five bucks for soup and money all right. soup and delicious bread from all right. here. how many have you done of these uh that's a great question um we've probably done uh i want to say eight at this point Jeez, um, cool. That's yeah. that's only a, a couple of years old. That project. Yeah, uh, we do them. We try try to do them quarterly. So we're I think we're just now heading into our like what's that third year. Yeah, we, cool. we I say we try to do them quarterly because it like anything Stuff you know happens. you get a group of people yeah. together and they're all busy and they are trying to make it happen and people float in or float out or you know you're shooting for February and then all of a sudden it's March or April and yeah. you're like oh we should do that so no how uh, that goes but, but yeah. we have yeah. a, we have a we have a really good crew of people i mean there's there's kind of soup is you know no one gets paid for it um you want to give some of those people a shout out uh ahead. yeah yeah uh Kelly Thompson Taylor Dungeon uh Eric Britton has been there um, from the beginning, uh, Emily Rippey has helped out in the past. Uh, Paula Ross is one of the co-founders. Uh, Rachel Richardson, Annalise Gritafe. I mean, Gee, there's like yeah. we have a network. Really, there's like 25 people Man. that kind of all just it, it's like tag team. You know, whoever's not yeah. busy uh, or or not overly busy <laughs> uh, will kind of take the lead and round everybody up. And now, you know, we kind of got up a little bit of a formula now. Like yeah. who's going to remember to bring the spatulas, you know, <laughs> so, very important. Yeah, yeah. What's what's an example or two of folks who've been funded through that? Um, our first, uh, our first one was um, the glass city pedicabs, the uh, bicycle taxis yeah, um, that's downtown. Cool. And they were, yeah, they were just about, they had like, kind of everything they needed. He just needed a big lump sum um, to purchase their insurance policy mm, uh, cool. for the first year. And, I didn't um, know that was a soup project. Yeah, yeah. That was a very, very first uh, soup-funded project. Um, we've also done uh, Glass City Goat Gals uh, is another one, which is like an inner-city 4-H program. Oh, okay. Over <laughs> off of Cherry Street. Um, yeah. Very cool project, and they kind of have this like a uh, vision for an urban mobile urban goat farm i don't know if you've seen this like <laughs> wow. they're, they're, where they'd like take goats in to help clean up vacant lots and no, stuff because they just great everything that is yeah. very interesting super yes yeah, who needs yeah. a lawnmower right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, that, is, that is very interesting idea yeah and then uh, i think the last one the one uh, i went to is the harvey house yeah the Har harvey house was like a lgbtq uh um Homeless, uh, youth homeless shelter. Yes. Uh, apparently, like a safe place. Yeah, yeah. There's like a there's I, you know and, and finding out all these needs. There was a late night inner city basketball program at the Frederick Douglass Center that's like actively keeping kids uh, out of gangs. Um, Soul City Boxing Gym, kind of yep. a similar thing. 
uh, the Harvey House. I mean, you learn about all these, there's so many people in the city doing incredible things with yeah. like no money, yeah. no resources, <laughs> just out of the goodness of their heart. That's been the coolest thing that Soup has really kind of brought together. Because we don't, you know, we, early on we would get uh, requests from larger entities and you know the united way or right. red cross or something like that and those those are, are amazing organizations doing great work um but they don't need a thousand dollars from us they right. can find a thousand dollars elsewhere the right. harvey house doesn't you know they, yeah. they do need a thousand dollars from us they, they just put on a pretty cool fundraiser at uh manhattan's it was like a who killed santa murder mystery dinner this awesome. past saturday <laughs> yeah who, who did kill Santa? Yeah, who did? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. Uh, I say it was Don or Blitzen. But, um, I've been reading too many Rudolph books. Apparently. Recently. He looks uh, suspicious. And uh, am I right that you had some involvement with 419 Day? or? Um, yeah. Yeah. That was another um, uh, thing that happened through uh, up, the Uptown Association yeah. first. And um, What's 419 Day? April 19th, man. Uh, really? Yeah. Again with these literal... <laughs> um, yeah, that was another... Uh, Adam Sattler, who's another yeah. uh, good friend of mine and um, uh, influential um, brain thinker. Um, it's, uh, we were... We, that was like one of those things that was like, why don't we... There's there's this most obvious day, like our... our uh, you know, it's our area code. Yeah. There's April 19th. That's a real day. Like we should have some kind of <laughs> yeah. uh, Toledo day. celebration. <laughs> and, um, and so we just kind of did it with, that was through Uptown Association the first year. And we promoted it just as like a small, um, we really did. It was like a bicycle tour of Uptown where mm-hmm. we just kind of took people around and showed them different stuff that was happening. The park, the Uptown Green Park was under construction and, uh, a couple of uh, um, uh, like the community gardens that Toledo mm-hmm. Rose was involved with and different things like that. Um, so we did that a couple of years and then it um, just kind of like caught on. And then uh, John Amato got involved a couple of years ago from Juke Mode mm-hmm. and got super pumped about it and kind of rallied a bunch of other people and it uh, became this like big community yeah, celebration right. thing, which is cool. I mean, it's all. You know, it's a <clears throat> we we had a lot of conversation and and even some criticism about people that were like, well, I have a five six seven number. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> there's, no like a, there's no May sixty seventh. I'm sorry, you're welcome to join us on four one nine day. I remember it's open to everybody. <laughs> it was like in junior high or something when they introduced the five six seven. Yeah, it was like the end of the world. People were so <laughs> upset because before that happened, you didn't have to dial an area area code to die local. You could right, just right, dial right. The, the seven numbers. And now all of a sudden you have to dial 419 and people were so upset. It was, it was <laughs> something else. Yeah, I remember that switch. That's yeah. like one of those little things that, uh, you know, like even my younger brother doesn't know there was a time when you didn't have to dial an area code. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was about yeah. to say, how old are you guys? Although, <laughs> I guess it's more recent than I thought. I, and I guess nowadays they, people don't even dial numbers. You just click a picture on your smartphone or whatever. So it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who does anybody here even have a landline? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I mean, <laughs> I, there's one at work that I use, but I don't right. pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I was dealing with a cert. Well, no, somebody's trying to sell me something. I won't say who. It was a local business that sells uh, something, and uh, <laughs> and and they were asking. So, uh, how many? You know, you have a telephone. I'm, well, yeah, I'm talking to you on it. Oh, uh, who, what service provider? I'm, oh, it's a cell phone. And they're like, well, okay. I also don't have cable, right? So they're like, do you have Dish Network or Buckeye Cable? No, no, none of that, none of that. And then, <laughs> then they tried to sell me something that really didn't make sense after hearing all those answers. But. Right. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, then uh, what should we call it? Are you involved with that poetry stuff on the sidewalk in the old West End? Yeah, that's a um, that's a arts commission public okay. art program. All right, um, that poetry stuff I, I, on the there's sidewalk. There's probably a better name for that. I'm sorry. Is there? What, there's what a, are you to, talking it's, about? We have a, the arts commission uh, through the public art program, uh, which is really the city's public art program that we yeah. uh, um, administer, is uh, <clears throat> uh, the Toledo Poetry Sidewalks Program. So um, this was a thing that originated in St. Paul, mm -hmm. um, and we found online and thought, well, we should have poetry in the sidewalks here. Yeah. Uh, so we did a test run. There's actually two sites at the moment. Um, there's one at the... Uh, so right, by, right by the Black Kite Coffee that I know of. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that was the second year. So the first the first like pilot year yeah. was um, there's five poems uh, that are Great Lakes themed over by the Museum of the Great Lakes oh, okay. um, oh, cool. on, the, on the east side. That's an awesome um, spot. Yeah, so it was an interesting process to try to like cast poems into concrete. It's not very easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have to be readable. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the um, so they we had a bunch of people that were super great about helping us figure out the. So we ended up casting these like big concrete pavers that yeah. we leave like holes in the sidewalk for when they redo a stretch, and um, and that's how we did the uh, the old West End one. So yeah, uh, the city was redoing that stretch at Collingwood, and um, and so we decided that was a good place to. To do it, but it's so pretty we, cool. So we, yeah, we have a open call, and then guest judges come in, and they uh, select the poems, and then they get the poems get cast in these concrete pavers, and then sunk into the sidewalks. So they're all kind of local poets for the most part. Yeah, right? all yeah. local. Mm -hmm. the, the the one I know of, which is again, it's right by the Cathedral Black Eyed Coffee. Mm -hmm. right, right when you walk out of there, it's Mark Doss, who who I know from other stuff, and he's not in town anymore. So I, I, I'm always happy to see his name. Yeah, cool. Something, so. Um, yeah, it's a nice little, if you get a chance, uh, you can kind of, we, we actually set it up so you could like start at Black Kite Coffee and get a coffee. Yeah. Uh, walk down to the goat farm that's down the street. Speaking of goats. <laughs> Crossover to Scott High School, which was recently revenue. That place is huge. It's unbelievable. Oh my god. They were going to tear that down. What? Uh, they were going to tear that building down. Man. And Jeff Nelson, who's a hero, um, former drummer from Minor Threat, lives in the Old West End, uh, and is super passionate about historic preservation. Um took up that cause and got a bunch of people rallied up and, and was able to get right them to, to renovate the building instead yeah. of tearing it down and building a new one. Thanks, Jeff. If you've ever seen that building, it's like, who it would is, ever think of tearing is. that down? Oh, my God. It's monstrous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, you know, I don't live in the Old West End, but I'm always very jealous of people who do, especially when it comes time to, like, the Old West End Festival and stuff. Yeah, which yeah. I, you're also involved with that, right? Uh, I'm not or anymore. No, I was, you were? yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to do for for several years. I booked uh, I booked music for for the festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good time yeah. if people haven't been to that. It's, it's a good time to live in the neighborhood because <laughs> you don't have to stumble home very far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to that this year. It was pre it was pretty bad weather this year, so I didn't get a good was feel it? of what was really? going on. Yeah, I thought it was nice. You know, the day I was well, I was there for the parade, and the parade was fine. Weather. See, I I think I went. Like Sunday, maybe. Oh. If it was going it usually on, and there rains. was like nothing going on. Oh, really? Yeah, I might have uh, went there at, like after hours or something. I don't know. Yeah. What, what usually goes on? What I miss? Um, I, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, See, I, what, what did I not miss? Um, uh, yeah, for Oldest uh, End Festival is a is a fun thing because it's there's like the official festival is Saturday like ten to five and mm -hmm. Sunday. At ten to five or something. I don't even know. There's like official hours. Yeah. And there's house tours and all the yard sales and all that stuff. But um, if you live in the neighborhood, uh, 
Old West End Festival is pretty much like Wednesday to Tuesday. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> sure. full week of, of festivities, you know, and, and uh, um, yeah, so the, it kicks off with the parade, but there's like Friday night, there's a big uh, like neighborhood celebration uh, at the Arboretum and they have like live music and the beer trucks rolling and stuff. And it's mostly yeah. like neighbors and close friends and that kind of thing. But that's like 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's, yeah, Saturday is the parade, and then it's super crazy. And then Sunday, Sunday is usually a bit, little bit more chill. It's like mostly house tours and some mm-hmm. bands and stuff like that. And then there's like a handful of house parties and stuff. Okay. Yeah. You, I have a friend who just bought a house uh, in the Old West End. It's right on the corner of where, you know, where that, like, the road, you can't continue through it. It, like, stops and curves left or curves right. Oh, yeah. There's a cor- the house right on the corner there he bought. So last year was the first year where I was kind of, like, on the people living there side of it and it was actually <laughs> DJing some drum and bass on the porch and nice. there were awesome. just like people coming up. We had like some like we had like a table set up with booze. People were just like coming up <laughs> and like helping themselves, <laughs> like taking our hamburgers and stuff. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it's a very communal event. Yeah. It's hard to if you want if you want to not share anything and like just hide it in your bedroom or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the road that Ann Manor's on? Uh, I'm not if sure. That's that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah. It's yeah Scott, I think Scott so. Wood. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Scottwood. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. That place is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, Manor, if you haven't seen that, it's like an old, real old hotel that they turned into apartments. Yeah. Dead yeah, lobby, amazing. but well, all the stuff still The history there. of the Old West End is just interesting in general. I mean, it's it's all the rich people from Vistula decided to, well, we got to move away from downtown. <laughs> and so they, they moved to way out in the Old West End. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. If you see like old maps, there's it's yeah. like the country. You right. Know? I mean, it really was. It was like surrounded by cornfields, and then there's like these two or three little streets where uh, Edward Libby and you know, John Willies and these like other mega rich people. Yeah. It's super funny. I, it feels like it feels great and wrong to live there because you're just, it's like this big drunken playground <laughs> that was built by these captains of industry, you know, very serious it's, people. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, but it's, it's a cool neighborhood because uh, I, I think that tradition like carries on like people live there it's you know it's got a reputation as like mm-hmm. a party kind of neighborhood because yeah. it's filled with artists and musicians and weirdos and wonderful people um yeah but i but all of those people are like super active in the community and really like um i i would say by and large are like really active in trying to make the city a better place so it's cool to see like that tradition kind of carrying on yep. yeah and yeah. you know all these people living you know it's like you almost get to like play dress up that you're like yeah oh, <laughs> look how wealthy i am that i live in this super cheap amazing building <laughs> yeah yeah and i think you you mentioned before we came on you have an upcoming event this week I don't um know. we're yeah. recording this on the 14th of december this Monday. may or may not go up, before, <laughs> but if it does, if it does, if it happens in time, it um, will. I'll get it up. Uh, yeah, we have the third Thursday loop uh, this um, this Thursday, uh, which so is the sixteenth, the seventeenth, seventeenth. Yeah, um, third Thursday loop. Yeah. That's and that's the Arts Commission's. Um, it's kind of our. Uh, flagship monthly program it's Mm -hmm. uh if you're familiar with the art walks right this is like the new art walks um so it's basically the art walks you can still do all that same normal stuff except we have a awesome partnership with tarda um so we have a special like bus route that runs for this event so you can go um all over downtown you can go to the old south end to uh you know collingwood arts center to the museum to toledo school for the arts um and it's a buck 25 i think is a fair uh, and you get a wristband and you can ride all night long. Uh, yeah. So this this month is our, uh, and this happens every month. It's all year round, all through the winter. Third Thursdays. Yep, third Thursdays. This month is our holiday loop. 
uh, which is our kind of Christmassy sure. holiday themed. Do thing. I have to wear an ugly Christmas sweater? You can wear an ugly Christmas yes. sweater. And uh, he was I'm, wearing one before I'm, Thanksgiving. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. We I recorded an episode the week before Thanksgiving. He's you were like Christmas already stuff. ready. To ask. Yes, <laughs> it was amazing. It had cats and stockings. <laughs> F you guys. Uh, we will have. We'll have, we're having like a party on St. Clair Street, so we do have a snow machine. Oh, oh wow. St. Clair over by like Seed Cove. Uh, right by yeah, by Seed yeah. by the Dirty Bird. Don't yeah. snow um, machines have to be at like a certain temperature to function? Uh, hopefully that's right around 60 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. It's just going to turn into like splashes. Yeah, 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 right. It's just a terrible idea. <laughs> so it takes a shower. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. So yeah, hopefully there great. will be... Uh, I've always, my whole life, I'm like, why can't it just be warm and snow at the same time? So I might get to finally like... <laughs> happens that. in movies all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... One thing we like to ask everyone who comes on here, it's our only hard-hitting journalistic question. <laughs> we are um, not journalists. No, not at all. <laughs> if there was one thing in Toledo that might be your hidden gem, like this is this is the stuff that people need to know about. Ooh. It doesn't have to be one. Could be a few. But like if you had that that top notch, top tier, what would you what would you recommend people check it out? Uh that's a great question because I probably have a bunch of those and I and I'm drawing a blank. Um <laughs> uh the one I I, I the the one go to is I'm, my favorite uh, Thai restaurant in Toledo. Uh, I'll give Toy a shout out at Bangkok Cafe, Bangkok. not Bangkok Kitchen. That's in Mami. There's Bangkok Cafe out on Woodville, right by 280. It's a very strange place for a Thai restaurant. Sure, yeah. um, but it's uh, it's an awesome place. There's a little Thai grocery store you go in through there, and there's a door that takes you into the restaurant. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I, I didn't know about that. Toy works there with her. Often her kids are the yeah. ones like sort of helping to bring you out your <laughs> drinks and stuff, and they're like super sweet and nice, and the food is incredible. Uh, I think she's actually in Thailand. Was it either wow. last week or this week, and then coming back? So um, I'm gonna that's, have to check that out. It's yeah. incredible. I yeah, the food Thai is food. great, and it's it's uh, that's that's my favorite Thai joint in town. You um, got a dish you recommend for me? Uh, I yeah, um, the the. <laughs> Uh, I'm a big fan of the Padmoon Sen. She also makes pho there, uh, which oh, is yes. super good. The yes. Pad what? Padmoon Sen. Uh, it's like a super simple Get the pho. Um, <laughs> yeah, the no, pho I'm is awesome. I'm not joking. Is, yeah. Yeah. I know, it just sounds like you're swearing. <laughs> no, pho is like one of the best dishes in the world. I... Yeah, it's great. There's another great pho place on Upton. Right, um, yeah, I've been um, there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and another, just off the top of my head, there's a... Um, I went this weekend to a new bar on uh, right down the street from Inky's. We were having dinner at Inky's, and I have I've had this mission for years to go to every single bar in Toledo. Um, <laughs> with no long with mission, no man. time frame. Yeah, there's like 400 <laughs> bars in the city. So and there's always more. And, and yeah, I've a I've lot been of them to like quick turnarounds. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm going by space. So if it changes names, I'm not going back. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I just knocked another one off the list this weekend. We went to a place that used to be called the Deluxe on Phillips Avenue is now called the Lyrics Lounge and it was great. Um, uh, the dudes in there are super nice. They're looking to like start booking live music and having um, yeah, It sounds like a music place based on the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, po- poetry events and stuff. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was cool. Another hidden gem. Uh, great. It was a super great bar. And if somebody wanted to be involved with the Arts Commission, what do they do? All you got to do is call. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have all kinds Ghost of like Buster. fun stuff you can do. I mean, everything from just helping out at events to, you know, sitting down and brainstorming with us or just you guys have a, us. You guys have a website people can check out? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, Seriously? of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, we should get one of those. Um, uh, yeah, theartscommission.org. Um theartsmission.org mm-hmm. wonderful Ryan if uh, someone wanted to get in touch with you maybe send you a tweet or anything sure 
Um, I, uh, I'm active on Facebook. Uh, uh, I'm on, uh, Twitter as, uh, Kyrux Macis, K-Y-R-U-X-M-A-C-I-S-T. That's a long story. Um, <laughs> K-Y-R-U-X? K-Y-R-U-X-M-A-C-I-S-T. This Got it. has been my long-term internet. Kyrux Macis. That's right. You got a story behind that? Uh, yeah, sort of. Does that it's, mean it's, anything or? No. Okay, um, cool. Uh, it's, it's, um, uh, <laughs> it was a, it was like a secret alter ego character that I was going to like write this novel about that I envisioned <laughs> as like a awesome, like Russian spy kind of thing that I came up with <laughs> in high school. And I found those words just in a, um, uh, not crossword. What do you call that? Like where you word uh, search? Word yeah, word search. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, and I just was looking for like interesting letter combinations. Oh, you those. got it. Um, and yeah, yeah, and I found those two things, and I was like, oh, this will be this cool character. And then I, it's just become like a really confusing internet alias. And yeah, never, the story never developed. We all have it. Right? The novel's <laughs> we, not coming out anytime soon. Or no, no, <laughs> no, ever. The novel's not coming out ever. Yeah. Especially people kind of like our age who grew <clears> up with like internet forums and, and AOL Instant Messenger and stuff. Everybody has their little screen name. Yeah, yeah right. your I, handle. I think yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not sure. It's kids these days, but I I, I don't know. If it, <laughs> I mean, everybody kind of goes by their real name now. Or am I wrong? Or like, uh, Yeah, it seems well, like it. It's, I'm not it's so much with... more like okay to be on the internet now. Yeah, when we were yeah. growing up, it was like you were, you couldn't put your real name on the internet. You know, you had to like have your, your hidden yeah, yeah. Thing. well and like hackers had just come out so everybody right. wanted to be zero cool right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> xxx 420 xxx what was his other crash Poor override change. yeah crash override <laughs> awesome all right ryan well thank you very much for being here yeah really man thanks it. thanks for having me and uh thanks for doing what you guys do this is a cool thing thank you just highlight great stuff in toledo Rock tell your friends yeah <laughs> bye bye all right, everybody, thank you for joining us for our season finale of season one on the Toledo Matters podcast. We hope you all join us in a few weeks for season two and have a happy holiday and thanks for listening.